0: Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. We are lucky once again to have the one and only Ben Dixon. Ben Dixon is a creative director of East and 42nd, host of Like okay. It or Not with Benjamin Dixon. He is a journalist that unearthed the audio clips of presidential candidate and former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg advocating controversial stop and frisk policies. So... He knows what he's talking about. He has written for the Guardian. He sometimes appears on the Majority Report with Sam Cedar and on several other networks, MSNBC, CNN, etc., cetera, etc., etc. Senor Dixon, welcome <laughs> to Politics Done Right once again. How are you doing today, my friend?
1: Man, I'm doing great after that introduction. My goodness.
0: <laughs> well, I you mean, it, it, it's do you, my friend. It's do oh, you. Man. You know, I was listening to your program this morning, and it was like. I always, you know, I I always get my spirits up whenever I listen to uh, Like It or Not. So I encourage everybody to make sure to check out the Ben Dixon show, Like It or Not, every (laughs) single morning at, you know what, I usually check in about eight central. What time is the official time that it starts?
1: We start at eight Eastern. Um, We start with On the Clock with Georgia Fort, and then we roll right into the Benjamin Dixon show, and then we roll right into Like It or Not with Rebecca Azor.
0: Okay, great. Because I usually check in at 8 o'clock, like, I mean, my time, which is 9 o'clock your time. So I guess okay. I reached to the, to the like it or not time or yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah, we're, we're streaming. I mean, it's the best place to be on YouTube at that time in the morning.
0: Absol- there's absolutely no doubt. Let me tell you, I do it. So, hey, come on, man. It, it, it is great. Oh, man, I
1: appreciate that. That, that means a lot to me. Well, to I mean, because, like you, I man.
0: said, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's informative, but more than anything else, also, it's not stuffy. So,
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we we have to find that place. Um, We have to take back the narrative of of our enjoyment of our joy yes. you know talking about politics raise you down and they've kind of separated the power of our joy from our p- power of our politics and so that's why we want our place on every morning to be a place of joy while we handle some some business while we take people out to the woodshed as bro Mac would say
0: <laughs> well let me tell you something brother i'm learning that from you guys because i've i've tried to lighten up some i have you know lighten up some etc Yes, I'm. Um, you know, you know what they say. Uh, what is that word that they say? Uh, something about is the best form of flattery. What is it again? Oh,
1: um, brotherhood.
0: Yes. Okay. We'll call <laughs> is it whatever. Is the best the form
1: we'll of Anyhow, flattery. Let me tell
0: you what I wanted to talk to you about because you know, right now we're going through all this the issues now with should we have the filibuster? What's going to happen with the uh with the uh this infrastructure program? Should we have a bite by uh? bipartisan structure, all of this kind of crap that we're talking about. I -hmm. want to hear your thoughts. First of all, should we have a filibuster?
1: No. Um, It is merely a veneer of statesmanship. (laughs) That's all. Mm -hmm. It gives them the appearance of um, dignity as if they are the respected institution that the Senate, that you would expect the Senate of the greatest empire in the history of the world to be. They are not that, but they cling to this thing called the filibuster in hopes of carrying that veneer. Um, at the end of the day, it has served only one purpose. And then that is to slow down and impede progress in this country.
0: You know, I, I've been thinking really deeply about this, Ben, and I want to pass this to you and get your, your impression of this. Okay. Um, there are Democrats, there are Republicans, and there are in on on the Democratic aisle. You have centrist Democrats, moderate Democrats. You have left Democrats. Right. I generally consider myself a very left Democrat. You also have moderate Republicans. You also have uh, right wingers, and you have you know just regular very conservative Republicans. Right. My contention is that. There is not a lot of difference with a particular sect within the Democratic Party and the Republican Party that are, in fact, corporatists. And in order to maintain that structure, as, as, a country, as the country, as the people in the country are moving left, if you take a look at the polls, at all the things that they want, the country is really moving left in the policies that they want. These are not the policies that the plutocracy, the big guys would want. And therefore, the filibuster makes on democracy tenable through that particular act. What's your (sighs) thought?
1: Well, you like to cut to the essential question, don't you? (laughs) I try. (laughs) Because there it is, right? The truth is the filibuster is the perfect cudgel, the actually, no, the perfect foil, the perfect cover. To have something to blame and say, oh, we can't possibly do this because we can't possibly get that level of bipartisanship on an issue that the majority of Americans want. But because it's convenient for the oligarchs, the the Michael Bloombergs of the world, how you doing, Mike? Um, (laughs) It's convenient for them to be able to hide behind the veneer of the bad Republicans when the reality of it is, is that both parties are protecting the corporate interests in this country.
0: You know, I, I think that is that is important affirmation, because I, I think unless most Americans see that those that those that are still hoping that, you know, well, there's a reason for the filibuster, they'll get what's real. It's really not in their favor. And even some of those that think they support the filibuster, it really hurts most Americans.
1: Doesn't it, though? But how many things have Republicans shown? Remember when when we knew for sure that Thomas Frank Frank's book, what's the matter with Kansas would wake up some Republicans to say, hey, y'all have been voting against your own best interests. Notwithstanding the fact that we have the issues inside the Democratic Party, the corporate interests that are representative there, that are happy, the Joe Manchin, the Kyrsten Sinema, and the Joe Biden who's happy to say, oh, we can't possibly get 60 votes on uh, a bill that would actually give us Medicare for all. Couldn't. Therefore, we don't try. And therefore, the corporate interests are protected in this country.
0: It makes no sense. I mean, actually, though, that's why that's why I work grassroots and say that we what we have to do should always be working at the grassroots. Now, interestingly, uh, you brought up Medicare for all. Uh, you we just uh, this weekend we had in over fifty cities uh, a, a big hoopla not hoopla people protesting for medicare for all i think it was in about 50 cities around the country this weekend i don't know if you're aware of that but mm-hmm. uh, I, i'm more than, let, let's assume you're not aware of it guess who, who else is not aware of it most americans i remember in the tea party days mm-hmm. when uh 50 tea party folks go on the national mall and abc cbs nbc cnn msnbc and everybody would be there with cameras and they'll give it not a wide angle shot but a small angle shot And watching all the signs of these people and you know it's it's big news we had 50 cities on medicare for all and you know what was absent coverage
1: so yeah um it shows you that the narrative that this country is interested in forwarding is one that is a right-wing narrative yes i mean at the end of the day um the reason they wouldn't cover these marches One of the reasons uh, would be because, well, we're going to have a fight against the healthcare industry like no one can imagine, right? I just want to be clear about that. Um, To get Medicare for all, we're going to have to take on the the wealthiest (laughs) elite who have made custom of watching people die as a matter of a profit margin, and you think they're going to be afraid of our marching? My thing is, is like we've got a war on our hands to get some basic humanity here in this country. And the front line um, on this Medicare for all battlefront are the health care institutions that have yet to even begin to spend the money necessary to bring this down as a movement.
0: And you know what it is, and that, that's why I think it has to be grassroots, mass movement, and one that actually scares them, and you know, it, it, it is interesting because I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but uh, the only time people start to make changes is when they actually believe that uh, their material wealth is going to be at stake, and that's hmm. the only time that, at, at some point, that they do uh, something about it. So, who knows? Uh, now, th- heading back to the infrastructure deal, should we really even be worried about uh, trying to get a uh, bipartisan infrastructure deal, or is that? a way for us to simply get less than we possibly could.
1: Um, I'm going to follow your instinct on this one. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, um, I think it's a good way to, to run out the clock. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to run out the clock all the way to the next election so that we couldn't possibly have any conversation about Medicare for all. Um, because we're up in the election. Let me, let me actually back up because we, we framed this around Medicare for all. Yeah. We can't even get a consensus on our right to vote. <laughs> okay. That was
0: where I was going next, but go I need
1: to, I need to bring this up a level here. Yes. Right. I know we started a conversation talking about Medicare for all, but we can't even get a consensus, a bipartisan consensus of 60 votes to, to overcome the filibuster in order to protect the voting rights of the very people who put the democratic party in power. Yeah. We got a war on our hands and I don't even think we realize the score because we can't get that much, let alone any type of policy that would actually move us into the future.
0: You you know what I found very interesting after, you know, after um, President Biden gave that speech on the vote. Right. My first contention was he didn't say anything. He didn't say he was going to do absolutely anything. And I heard all the reporters about how strong the speech was, et cetera, et cetera. And my next question is, so what are you going to do? And how, and explain this to me, please, Ben. We were able to, uh, McConnell had no problems for the highest judge in this country, the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. to create a carve out for a Supreme Court judge. Isn't there some way to create a carve out for democracy?
1: Well, the whole point is that they made it clear that democracy is negotiable for the Republican Party, for the the conservative movement, and the question of the day is, is democracy negotiable for the Democratic Party? Because they're the ones that have the majority in the Senate and the ability to pass this legislation if they just do away with the filibuster now they need to let us know, did y'all really come to the dance with us or were y'all fooling us? Because if y'all been fooling us all this time, Democrats, and you're willing to watch democracy go down for the sake of protecting your financiers, then I think you guys got a much bigger problem on your hands than you think.
0: You know, I was watching Roland Martin the other day and Roland Martin, um, I sent out a tweet to him giving him some kudos. He said, one of the issues with uh, what we're talking about voting rights is that right now it is a black and, uh, and brown, a people of color issue. And since it's framed as these particu- this particular sect losing their voting rights, yeah. we're snowing the rest of the population because they may think that these policies negate the voting rights of folks, you know, of, of people of color but in reality it's much deeper than that it's 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 creating the structure to negate the rights of whomever they need to negate to pass particular policies when they need to do so your thoughts on that
1: yeah no I, I mean
0: in other words it's easy for it's easy for them to not worry too much because it's people of color yeah because no. they don't make it known that it's these others that will be affected as well
1: yeah I, I guess my only has is in the fact that, you know, we already understand that democracy is negotiable for them. Mm -hmm. So what are are the rights of a few black folks? Right. What's that? They marched up the steps of the Capitol on January 6th in order to overthrow democracy because they were dissatisfied with the outcome of an election of a system that was built to benefit them, no matter which party won. And they felt the need to march up the steps and overthrow this democracy for that reason. And here we are, And well, you know what, Doc, if they will, if they will overthrow our democracy for that cause, they will trample on any of our rights for the expediency of their political gain.
0: So uh, where do you think this ends? Uh, What, what do you think is going to be outcome of our first two years of supposedly democratic control Mm -hmm. of the entire government? Are we going to get anything?
1: I think when I say
0: we, I'm talking about, progressives. Not necessarily just people of color, progressives in in general.
1: No, I don't think we're going to get anything. I'm just going to be straight up with you. We're not going to get anything and I didn't expect as much. And um there's plenty of videos of me saying as much. Like the only thing I needed Joe Biden to not be was a fascist. <laughs> that was
0: the only expectation you had, huh?
1: Quite literally I have I'm on the record. The only thing I needed Joe Biden to not be was a fascist and I mean Well, democracy is now negotiable Democrats. That's why we need them to tell us who they really are. Show us who you really are. Are you really the fascist that so many people like to say Democrats are secretly? Because if you can't secure our vote, (laughs) then no, you are part and parcel of a system that was sent here to oppress us through the illusion of democracy.
0: And actually, it seems like that is where we're at right now that they they really don't want that to do. Uh, So what do we do, Ben? I mean, we have you. We have uh, people that are trying to speak truth. How effective can enough of us speaking truth be? I am still optimistic Mm. in in doing it. Your thoughts.
1: Oh, no. no, um, Like I said, um, we're people who are tired of overcoming and it's time for us to lead. Um, I do mean that in terms of um, blackness Mm -hmm. because in so much as blackness has had to be revolutionary by just the sheer virtue of our existence. Mm -hmm. We are revolutionary. Um, And so I think that there really is going to be an alliance that's going to catch folks off guard, that's going to be an alliance between the Black community and the progressive community on our terms. Because we have a fight on our hands and the Democrats are not up to it. So that's what's next no
0: you know i've been I've been going over this back and forth. does that mean uh new party or does that mean infiltration of the democratic party likely the only you know which one is it
1: Oh no, that means the people who've already been doing the work all this time are now about to connect the dots, and we're all about to you know. The Voltron is getting ready. Listen, there, folks. While while people have been talking about this work, there have been folks who have been doing the work, mm-hmm. and they are in position. The squad didn't just get there for no reason. Exactly. Right. Right. Lena Turner isn't getting ready to take this position for no reason. Let me
0: let's stop. Let me stop yeah. you right there. Uh, uh you think she's going to do it?
1: Oh yeah, she's going to do it for sure. Okay. That's right. She should.
0: I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Have you had her on your show
1: yet? Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm trying not to bother her. You know I try not to bother folks doing you know when they're when they their, when they're doing
0: it yeah I, doing I, their thing yes you know? yeah I had I her miss- a couple of years on and I just sent the thing I tried to get her but I, right now I think they really take oh yeah run she's around. running
1: all over the place but I did have the pleasure of uh, of catching up with her um and she is um she's all all I can real. say Say she's the most sincere she's the most she's one of the most sincere people I know out here She's the real deal.
0: She is real. I, I met her at the, the Bernie campaign in Arizona where we, we did some talking. And that's, that's what ev- everybody who, you know, th- that is the reason why they have to play Scorch Earth on people like that's her right. and others, uh, right. others in the squad, because they connect with people. And that's why yeah. they're there. But anyhow, Ben, uh, we're coming up to close on time. So give me a closing statement as far as what you believe Numero uno, uh, we're with the Democratic Party, where are we heading for in the next two years? And you brought up a new subject that I want you to kind of elaborate a little bit on as far as uh, this coalition that we're talking about of the doers. uh, How soon do we actually come into fruition?
1: Yeah, no, I think we're walking in it now, man. I think that the people who have been working on these things, because we really been meaning it, like, you know, you don't put your, your life on the line like Nina Turner is um, just for popularity. Mm -hmm. See, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, not to, not to create a divide between black and white, but let's be sure about something politics for black people have been a matter of life and death. Right. There's never been a part of black politics that has been for fun. Right. Um, now on my show, we're learning how to have fun so that we don't just let you all see our anger. But if there's any group that should ever be seen as progressive by sheer virtue of our existence, it is the revolutionary spirit inside of black folks. And so from that perspective, we saved y'all in January with a special election in November with Donald Trump. We did the dirty work. Now it's time for y'all to put up or shut up and show us who the hell y'all really are. Are you with us? or Are you against us, Democrats? That's all
0: absolutely no doubt benjamin dixon creator director of east and 42nd host of like it or not with benjamin dixon benjamin like always
1: hey thanks thanks for letting me rant man i don't get to rant like that all the time so (laughs) thanks
0: hey this is i like i tell folks every time this is your show anyway thank you my (laughs) brother hey you have a good one man take care thank you for being with us Pleasure's mine.